Welcome back, guys, to the From the Stands podcast. I'm Alec Wojak, and with your host, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, we've been away for a little bit. Um, it's out Alex's <laughs> fault. Um, uh, just first a little off, bit. First off, we went to L.A. Um, L.A. sucks. Never going back there <laughs> again. Uh, they canceled the game. They canceled the game at the Rose Bowl between LAFC and LA Galaxy. I was pretty pissed. Um, it was raining the entire time. So, yeah, we just happened to uh, buy tickets to a game that had the, like LA experience some freak storm. So, yeah, yeah, LA was not it. If you're a resident in Los Angeles, um, why? Like, there are clearly better places to live other than LA. So many better places. Who wants to pay $5 for gas? That was my main thing. And also, I, I, you know, that's all I'm going to say about LA. LA yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's leave it at that before we go let's on. Leave it on at that. But anyway, match day one and two have come and gone. A uh, lot of shocks, a lot of surprises. Alex is not very happy. Um <laughs> Uh, appreciate currently, it. Currently, Houston is at the bottom of the Supporters' Shield race. So, you know, they're doing strong, the, the strong stars. Zero points, negative four on goal difference. Haven't scored a goal yet this season. Actually, no, they did. I'll take that back. My bad. My bad. But you know what? You know what, Alex? We'll, we'll get to you guys at the end. But, yes. Appreciate so, of- you're going to start off with it, and then you're going to end with it. No, I just wanted to mention that you guys suck. Appreciate so, it. All right, all right, yeah, all right. you you're welcome. See, Thanks. that's why we're friends. That's why okay. we're friends. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yes, match day match day one and two. They come and gone. A lot of surprises. A little bit of shocks. Um, what's your what's the, like before we get into it? What's your whole thing about like MLS so far this season? Um, honestly, uh, with the Apple TV Pass, I've honestly really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, Apple TV get, play, has been a big plus. I really it, do like it. it all the games at the same plus. time, pretty much all on the same day. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know if you've seen the clause though that that uh, I think Apple oh. can withdraw. Oh uh, yeah, then what, who's the going to broadcast the games? Who's yeah. going to broadcast the games? Exactly. That. Um, I mean, that's very big. Um, but I mean, other than that, I, I've been really pleased with it so far. Uh, I mean, you can watch basically any game, and then they have free games on as well with the coverage beforehand. Um, so many extra videos you can watch covering MLS. Uh, I mean, me and you really like the derbies that they really put out. Uh, we were not interested in uh, Le Classique uh, in, in, in what Canada, um, but now we might end up going. So, Yeah, all you got to do is go on to the – their little thing on there which is like playoff moments or something like that and just watch one of the playoff games between toronto and montreal between was it two legs yep two i don't legs. remember there's two legs it was a it was a great game it was a great game and like i think overall the apple tv thing has just been a really big plus because you go on youtube you cannot really find any in-depth content about anybody's team unless you're like Lot LAFC where they're worth one billion dollars now and they're just this multi whatever thing you can get a lot of information on them but like smaller smaller market teams uh, that you just wouldn't be able to like find a lot of coverage on that's where Apple TV has it it's pretty it's pretty good I like it a lot um yeah I mean I like how now they're starting to put out content where you start to find the history of the club um, so it was nice to see something like that with Portland, where you can really find the history of the club, um, how everything's come together, their traditions. Um, unfortunately, us, the Houston Dynamo, had like the most boring episode 
the shortest episode. It was actually sad to watch. So there's I mean, so many things wrong with Houston, and <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. So yeah, I mean, it's it's actually been really interesting seeing how how well Apple TV has done. Um, so yeah, I've been pleased with it. Yeah. So uh, moving on from the Apple TV thing, like I said, if anyone's listening, they haven't got it yet, and just wondering if they should. I think it's pretty worth it. Uh, buy the full year. Do not do the monthly thing. You'll end up paying way more for for it. So just go with the full year. It's pretty pretty good. I like it a lot. But anyway, moving on from that, I wanted to start off today with the Eastern Conference because I think the Eastern Conference oh, is pr- the Eastern pretty interesting. Con- okay. We'll, fin- we'll finish with the best conference at the end, the Western. Uh, okay, okay. But anyway, lots of interesting – Interestingly, we'll just start off. Inter Miami is first right now. Yep. I don't know what they did in the offseason. Um, they got rid of Higuain. They got rid of a lot of guys. Um, I guess Phil Neville's kind of just been like, hey, tired of being the laughing stock of the league, like the worst franchise, like expansion franchise to to come through in a while. Um, yeah, they've, they've turned it around. Back-to-back uh, 2 no wins over Montreal and Philadelphia Union, which is pretty impressive. They already scored the goal of the season outside the box volley. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, just go watch it. Go watch it and appreciate it, whether you like Miami or not. But Miami, uh, they are top of the Eastern Conference along with New England. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty surprising, New England up there. Um, how do you <laughs> yeah. feel about New England, Alex? <laughs> I hate New England. Um, but other than that, uh, no, very surprising results, right? So Inter Miami beat Montreal two 0 first, um, and then they went on to beat uh, who else? Two uh, 0 Philadelphia, right? Those are actually really strong teams, Philadelphia and Montreal, um, considering where they've been where they have been the past couple of seasons, especially Philadelphia. Um, I don't know if this is the same Montreal from last season as Montreal also lost 1-0 to Austin, but those are very strong results from Inter-Miami, so I'm curious to see how well they pan out for the rest of the season now. Yeah, uh, plus four in goal differential. They haven't conceded a goal yet this season. I will say, though, Montreal, they're at the bottom. Uh, no wins yet. Uh, they also have got... I mean, they, they, I mean I get, they've been playing strong teams, so... Maybe it's not a surprise. It's also only been a couple of games, so. Well, yeah, of course you can't really judge a team's perspective, like their their season just yet. It's only been two games. I mean, obviously we can make a little bit of judgments for tomorrow's games, uh, match day three. But right now, I guess you could like you want to start off strong, and that's what Inter Miami and New England are doing. Uh, moving on down, yeah, Nashville. They got a really good win uh, against Philadelphia on opening night. Strong two. I believe it was 2-0. Uh, yeah. I mean, Nashville's one of those teams that they're just weird. They're like, just like, why are you there type teams, in my yeah. opinion. I don't yeah. like them. They're just, man. I feel just, I feel man. like they're the same as Austin, right? I feel like in, in Nashville, what is there actually to do? So, like, you just have so oh, there's many nothing. people. There's end nothing. Up going, you end up going to the game just because you have nothing better to do but drink. And so you're like, why not combine both where I get to have some sort of entertainment and drink? Um, so that probably is what gets Nashville's fan base going. Um, but at the same time, they're putting they're putting results together. Um, and honestly, uh, Mukhtar, um, MVP candidate again, he's had a strong performance. Um, I... I feel like you can never count out Nashville, and it's probably going to be expected to, for them to make the playoffs again. I mean, 
since MLS changed their playoff format, uh, nine teams get into the playoffs now. So it's pretty ridiculous. So I expect Nashville yeah, to crazy. be in there. Uh, will they be in the top seven? Who knows? They should be. They should. They be. should be. They should be. I really don't think though. Like moving back to Philadelphia Union, who currently sit seventh, they are one zero and one. They got one win and also one loss. I think that one loss is it was just a it was just an L. You know what I mean? I don't think that's going to define their season at all. I still think they are a good team, a strong team. I really do think they're going to still be challenging for the supported shield, and also in like a deep run into the playoffs. I, I have no, I have I no mean, worries for them. I, have I no don't know. I, I feel like considering their performance off the Concacaf Champions League, uh, I mean they they only drew against Alianza. Um, so we have not been keeping up too much with the Union, but to see that they tied, um, considering the performances of all the other MLS teams, I'm really curious to see what's going on right now in Philly. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, more developments will come out. Obviously, I really think we can start judging teams tomorrow. That's when I After really think tomorrow, it is. yeah. Because you know, like you can you can make excuses for match day one. You can be like, oh, maybe the team just wasn't ready overall. Like some teams are more prepared than others. Second match day, if you put it like, just say you lose the first one, then you win the next one. You're just like, like you said, maybe you could just rule the first one, the first game off, and just be like, okay, this is the team we're we're settling things in and all this other stuff. Match day three, that's what it's really going to start coming down. So some of these teams that already have one loss or anything like that, if they lose another one, that's going to be like, okay, maybe there's some question marks that need to be raised so far. But like I said, yeah. it's really, really um, early. I don't know what to right. say about Philadelphia so, so far. Yeah, I mean, like those are – I feel like these are candidates that we're expecting on the top half of the table. Um, but on the other – on the flip side of the coin, uh, Montreal uh, bought <laughs> – very bottom. Straight, straight bottom. Uh, same with Charlotte and NYCFC. Bottom three. Um, NYCFC, very surprising. Um, and yeah. It's disappointing. I, it's disappointing. And that's what I put down on my, uh, excuse me. That's what I put down on my notes here. Surprisingly, New York uh, City is just not, not so far, not looking like the team that we're, us- we're used to seeing. The no. MLS Cup in 2021. We're not used to seeing. Uh, them start off the season like this but like i said i do not think this is like a definitive like this is where this team's going to end up they're not going to be in the playoff contention still think it's a strong team i still think they're going to put performances in and then they're going to climb right back up obviously we're going to see tomorrow um who do they actually play they play inner miami tomorrow so that'll be interesting (laughs) a team that started off really hot and also a team that's like eh, not doing so great to begin the season yeah um, same with uh, Montreal. I mean, we just don't expect them to be bottom. Um, but they do play Nashville oh, tomorrow, so that'll be so, interesting. I mean, these are going to be some strong games to see tomorrow. Um, Charlotte, very mid-table team. Uh, I don't like, like them, so I don't really care about them very much. Right. I think it's whack. Whack. <laughs> so do you want to start with think- the Western Conference? No, I want to talk about one more team, and their Why? name is Tor- and their name is Toronto. How did you miss that one? How did you miss uh, that? Because I, I like I said, it's only been a couple games. They're just mid table right now. Like I said, we can't judge them too much. But Look to be fair, to I know, Look but at the to, team they have. I know, but to lose to DC United is crazy. Yeah, that is, that that's embarrassing. Uh, everybody <laughs> at Toronto should look themselves in the face and be like, "We lost to Christian Benteke, Fat Wayne Rooney, um, and all this other stuff, man." Uh, I, I'm just kidding about the fat thing, Wayne. I'm a Man United supporter. Oh. You're a legend, but you're you're not you're not 
I don't know. I don't know what's happened to you after retirement. You gained a couple of pounds, buddy. Might want to slim down a little bit. Anyway, Toronto not starting off the season extremely hot. You would expect them to do a little bit better. They tied Atlanta the other night, one to one. Do you have the stats on that? Do you have the stats on the Atlanta score? I just said it was one one. Okay, okay, but like more in depth. Okay, so Atlanta and Toronto. Yeah, it it sounds like you did. Atlanta, sixteen shots compared to Toronto, (laughs) four. Uh, possession Toronto only had 33% possession Atlanta United had 619 passes (laughs) compared to Toronto's 323 Um, this is insane that's yeah especially with the team Toronto has like that's actually very that's very interesting to me Uh, when you go out and you get Sean Johnson who's probably one of the better goalkeepers in the league you get out an experienced defender uh, like Matt Hedges you also have a great player in Brendadeski. Fair enough that Insigne is not fully fit right now and he's not going to play a lot. But you also have an experienced winger, uh, Jonathan Osorio. And you also brought in Brandon Cervania. Like Brandon Cervania, I have mixed opinions about him. He's yeah, he, he has a lot of growing pains. But still, you look at this team. Also with Mike, I hate Michael Bradley. But I was going to say you missed their best player. You have an experienced player like Michael Bradley in in that <laughs> in that Bradley. team. In that team, you expect them to do better against an Atlanta United team that is just, ah, they're just not, they're not it. I really don't think so. They have a really good squad. Do not get me wrong. They have a very good squad, very talented players, but they just don't, they just don't like, it doesn't doesn't like, you're surprised every time you look at the score and you're like, oh, they're not winning. Yeah, that very much so surprised me. Like, I don't know if Atlanta will ever be back to that 2018, like, 19 hype that they used to have. But, yeah, it's uh, not not very looking good for them. But no, I think we've covered the Eastern Conference so far. Nothing really sticks out besides their Orlando-Cincinnati. They're just, eh, you know, as usual. Chicago, okay. not, not good as usual as well. Um, and all the other stuff. But moving on to the greatest conference in the MLS, the Western Conference. Oof, I, I really want you to say one team. I really want you to say one team. Which, like, for what? Just, they had an exciting first two games. Very exciting. St. Louis? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. St. Louis, oh my days. Went in against Austin 3-2. Having a we great love home opener. 3-1 against Charlotte. Imagine how it feels to be a St. St. Louis fan right now. Ecstatic. That's, ecstatic. Yep, ecstatic. Uh sitting second right now, right right below Seattle Sounders. Um Seattle Sounders, I don't know how they how they've done it. Um but yeah, St. Louis second. Um and it looks oh. like they actually have a pretty decent squad. Seattle won four 0 against Colorado and two 0 against Real Salt Lake. Not that impressive, guys. Let's uh let's <laughs> simmer down the the Seattle hype or whatever. Like apparently Jordan Morris is playing like Prime Messi right now or something like that, as I've heard. Um, on Twitter, and everybody's like, oh, put respect on his name, blah, blah, blah. No, you suck still. Anyway, St. Louis, shocking. You never expect an expansion team to come in and uh, just, I guess, win their first game out of anything. Like, maybe they'll show, like, glimmer, like, glimpses of, you know, like, you know, something good, something positive. Nah, they came out and they beat Austin, who was uh, in the Western Conference Finals last year. 
Hey, but I'm not complaining. I love it. I was a St. Louis fan for 90 minutes that day. Yeah, uh, yeah, I loved it so much. I, you know what I loved even more that day? When Keller passed the ball back to the St. Oh. Louis attacking forward, and he was just one-on-one with the keeper first time into the back of the net at Austin to win 3-2. That was fantastic. I just That made my whole hey, day. Hey, that is their first-round draft pick right there. Right there. <laughs> That's what he's showing. Hey, Austin, you guys got yourself a wonder boy. Anyway, yeah, St. Louis, very starting off pretty strong. Uh, great win against Austin, obviously. Charlotte, I mean, yeah, they won 3-1, convincingly. Yeah, I mean, they won 3-1, but considering the atmosphere that was there, it looked St. Fantastic. Louis, I don't I was doubting it because I honestly didn't want a team in St. Louis. I thought it was just weird that they just have a team. I didn't know people actually lived there. Exactly. Like, who would want to <laughs> go live in the most dangerous city in America? You know what I mean? Exactly. But... Yeah, St. Louis, beautiful stadium, amazing culture like that is building so far. Apparently, St. Louis has had a soccer culture there for many years. It was just untapped. No one really knew about like, it. Yeah, they produced Josh Sargent. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I saw a, I saw a, a drone. Some dude took a picture on his drone and just overlooking the this new stadium in downtown St. Louis. And you just see the like the stands just completely packed. Like that thing was sold out. It was it was great. And that's what I really think. Uh that's what's really exciting about having these expansion teams. Or like some of them. You know, Charlotte, eh. Austin. Boring. Austin, eh, boring. St. Louis, exciting. Exciting. Especially when you're an expansion team and you win back to back games. That's crazy. You know what I mean? That is crazy. This is like I don't know what they're gonna do this season. I can't really say. I really want to see what. They I mean, do it tomorrow. looks like they have a good team, man. Honestly, they do. Have they... A good... Who do they play tomorrow? They play Portland. That would be a real test for them tomorrow. That would be a good game. I'm probably gonna watch it because I have nothing else to do in my boring life. Anyway, who's you so, gonna lose? Yeah. Who are you? You're playing Austin. <laughs> We're... No, we'll get to you later. Hey, we'll get hey, to you hey. later. All right, yeah, okay. All right, get to me later. Get to me later. Yeah. So anyway, moving down, LAFC. Interesting. Um, I mean, they've only played one game, so you can't really judge them. They won. Yeah, we were we were supposed to watch their home opener. Yeah, you remember when we bought tickets and we were really excited to go to Los Angeles and you know what's go to the crazy? Rose Bowl. Before we flew out to LA, we saw the game got canceled, and we had and we to make the went. decision to still go to LA. Oh man, that was. That's what happens, a- folks, when you get non-refundable tickets because you're poor. Heck yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, so hopefully, well, the game ended up getting rescheduled for the 4th of July, uh, which actually I actually kind of like just because 4th of July at the Rose Bowl sounds pretty cool. Um, Hopefully there's no thunderstorms. Um, So I don't know. I'm excited. Hopefully see that. see them in midseason form uh, right before playoffs getting into there. Um, So I, I think it might even be a little bit more exciting. Um, it also will be interesting to pan out, uh, considering the fan bases of both the clubs, uh, LA Galaxy and LAFC. Um, just a complete opposite. Difference. Yeah, just drastically different from each other. Um, LAFC has so many supporters. We'll get into the Concacaf Champions League, but they produce so many supporters going down to Costa Rica. Uh, it was fantastic to watch, um, as well as LA Galaxy's fan fan base. They just look non-existent. I mean, obviously they're um, doing protests right now with, with Klein. It's it's a mess. Yeah, um, LA Galaxy. I didn't feel to lose to Jesus Ferreira. Yeah, you guys suck. Anyway, uh, LAFC. Yeah, they won their game against uh, 
Yeah, they beat they won't beat Portland, right? Yeah, they beat Portland. Yeah. Uh, a little shaky, I won't lie. They were winning pretty comfortably. Then they started letting Portland get back into the game. Yeah, they um, were doing a lot. Carlos Vela was not Carlos Velling. You know what I mean? Um, he wasn't doing very doing. It was doing very good. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Has Carlos Vela been that guy for the past like six months? No, I really don't think so. I don't think no. Carlos Vela has just been that been that guy. I feel like once he, I. Pretty yeah, he signed a contract extension. Yeah, contract sure. extension. I think, yeah, I think as that contract extension, he was like, "Shoot, I'm living in LA. I'm pretty <laughs> much guaranteed this this designated player money. I'm not gonna try that hard." So, I don't know. I think Carlos yeah. Vela is just not that guy for LAFC no more. Of course, he's a club legend. I mean, look, short, just the, short, the death short time, between but... LAFC is insane. There's just so many good players on their roster that can basically start in any other MLS team. Uh, Buenga popped off. Uh, Poku, Cifuentes, Ilie, Acosta, Palacios, Hollingshead, Murillo, Chiellini. It's I'm, glad just, you, I'm glad you mentioned Hollingshead. Yeah, that's just such a deep squad with great players. Yeah, LAFC obviously going to, like we said in our, in our predictions before, like... Yeah, they're gonna be at the they're gonna be at the top. They're gonna be challenging. They're they've only played one game, so you can't really judge them too much. Obviously, we're gonna see tomorrow. Uh, no, but it's always on? important to win. Oh, the Sunday! First Sunday they play New England, so it'll be interesting. They did win in Costa Rica the other night, three 0 And I gotta say, shout out to the LFC supporters that showed up to an away game in Costa Rica. In that in that numbers is absolutely wild to me. I don't think any MLS club is doing that. So really, shout out to LAFC for you know support, like showing out for the MLS, pretty much showing what a fan base should do for the team because it's like Europe or like any other team. You're gonna see hundreds and hundreds, or maybe even thousands of fans go to their teams away games. And I understand there's a little bit of different like difference between travel, but still, it's pretty impressive going all the way from LA to Costa Rica. Yep, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, moving on from LA, FC Dallas sits in fourth. Very disappointing loss to Minnesota. Um, we played terrible. And this is what I'll say about Dallas. You know, we had a convincing win against LA Galaxy, who's obviously going through a lot uh, lot right now, like management and all that other stuff. Their players aren't playing good. Um, <laughs> nice. That's really all I can say about them. Jonathan Bond, terrible goalkeeper. Y'all should get rid of him. That's going to be my uh, transfer piece of advice for you. But FC Dallas. Looked terrible in their home opener. Didn't look like they even cared. Jesus Ferrer just looked like he was like, ah, I'm on designated player money. It doesn't even matter anymore. Came off a terrible World Cup. Uh, yeah. So this team looked not in it at all. They didn't, no energy, nothing. Uh, Paul Ariola was out there not doing anything. He's our captain now, I guess. Jesus Ferrer was doing nothing. Velasco was doing nothing. The team just looked dead and dried out. Then they played LA Galaxy. We it looked the same exact thing again. I mean, we started the game off a little bit better. We were attacking a lot more. Then we won one goal down. I was like, oh great, we're gonna lose the LA Galaxy, who's terrible. Um, but yeah, eventually we came back, looked a lot like the you know beginning of the season last year FC Dallas team, and that's what I hope we'll go forward to in uh for the game tomorrow against Vancouver and also the rest of the season. Um yeah, Austin. Sixth place. It's kind of crazy. I was surprised you skipped over uh, Minnesota. They got a win over us. Congratulations. We're still ahead of them. Anyway, oh, yeah. we uh, knocked them out of the playoffs. One more match in them. 
Uh, Don't care. Still ahead. Knocked him out of the playoffs. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Austin lost to St. Louis, as we've already mentioned, which is kind of crazy. Uh, just look at their squad. Game. Look at how long their squad's been together. And also compare uh, the quality that they have. I mean, obviously, we don't know a lot of the St. Louis players besides like Roman Berkey, who used to play for Borussia Dortmund. But yeah, Austin <clears throat> should have probably beat St. Louis, if I'm being honest with you. Um, uh, but yeah, they should have. Barely, barely beat Montreal the other night. Only 1 0. Uh, when did they score? They scored. Maxi Arudi scored in the 88th minute. Screw that guy. Yep. Anyway. Austin just does not look like the team that they were last season so far. But obviously, no, we'll, we'll get to them later. We'll get to them later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them later whenever we go over you. Uh, who did you want to talk about? I've just uh, been spitting right now. Yeah, I mean, you've been popping off. I mean, like, I, I think we can go over San Jose <laughs> mid table. Uh, They're so they beat, boring. Beat Vancouver. I mean, they, I mean, lost to Atlanta. Um, but I mean. At the end of the day, I'm just kind of like whatever. Such a boring uh, team. Yeah. Uh, who else? Pretty much everybody else there besides Portland. Every, maybe I feel like everyone a- in the middle is like so odd to talk about. Like Kansas City, Colorado, RSL. It's just so random. You could probably put Minnesota in there too. Uh, Port- I think Portland. I think you expect everybody. To do better. Yeah, obviously, I think Portland. You expect to do better. I guess you could really say between ninth. And honestly, probably 12th place, you could say it deserved to be in that range. LA Galaxy is 13th and Dynamo sit 14th. Uh, yeah, keep laughing. <laughs> oh, uh, something's going, like, something's right. going on. Do you just want me to rant about them? Like, I feel like my time oh, no. has come. I'm so... We'll, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. But LA Galaxy, they've only played one game. That was a loss to us. You know, I'm, I'm going to judge them more t- probably tomorrow. I mean, I think we both are. They play, they play Sporting Kansas City tomorrow. <laughs> Battle of the mid table. That's so boring. <laughs> games. Anyway. Battle of the mid table. But yeah, let. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let me give it to you to the Houston Dynamo supporter in our friend group, Alex Rodriguez. I uh, appreciate it. Well, thank you for the casual introduction. Um, if anyone is unaware, um, our first game we lost FC Cincinnati. Uh, right now, FC Cincinnati sits fifth. Um, so I wasn't particularly upset uh, with our home opener. It was away at Cincinnati, so I didn't really expect too much. Um, I really thought what we did in the beginning uh, and and the way we transitioned to attack um, was flimsy. The way we defended wasn't very strong cohesively uh and then when once we once we ended up in the final third we just ran out of ideas um in which i expect that will become better over time um especially because we brought in like 14 new players uh don't count on it so yeah i'm not counting on it um but i was like okay this is the first game of the season it's a home opener away Uh, of course it's gonna be difficult to lose 2-1 Sure, fine, whatever. Um, and then we play New England. New England was like one of the saddest nights watching that team. I just running out there in Massachusetts. It was so hard to watch. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, we did not look good at all. Um, and we probably thoroughly deserved to be 14th in the league. Like there was just 
it was just so sad to watch. Uh, we put nothing together um, in the first half. I mean, our only shot was right over the crossbar from Hector Herrera. Was our DP, which we expect um, to do most of the playmaking, but still, it's just sad, uh, especially against New England, where we conceded three goals that were all similar to the ones in Cincinnati. I was just so upset to watch, and I just, it just pains me to be a Houston Dynamo fan because there's just no, there's no excitement, there's no cohesiveness, um, and you end up sitting there just wondering why you end up why you were born from the city and why you have to go through so much. So <laughs> I, I, I think I, I just, That's I, funny. I, I can't believe it. I, I, we deserve to be 14th. Uh, I mean, we have a bye weekend to hopefully get ourselves together. So we're not going to end up playing tomorrow. Um, instead, we have our home opener finally next weekend on the 18th against Austin. Um, I expect us to get smashed there. So I Oh, don't, definitely. Actually, I, no, no, no. You know what? You know what, Alex? I predict you guys will win. I don't. I predict it. Just look, look, look. If you guys, so if anyone doesn't know, like my, me and Alex went to the, the 50th Texas Derby. It was an exciting game. Sucks for me because we were winning 2-1 and uh, they scored <laughs> in the last minute. But anyway, when that was the moment that they signed Hector Herrera. And let me tell you, that stadium was like, I hate that I'm doing this. I hate that I'm doing this. <laughs> But that stadium was just booming. Like, Alex said that he hasn't, like, seen anything like that in a long, long time. Fans everywhere. They were throwing stuff at the FC Dallas players. It was great. I loved every second of it. People were cussing me out because I was wearing a Dallas jersey in the Houston section. It was the dumbest thing ever. It was so good. But listen, if Houston can – like, take it. Like, Houston sports suck in general besides the Astros. They suck in general. (laughs) Like the Rockets are terrible, Dynamo's terrible, uh, Texans. the Texans are horrible, terrible. Anyway, but if Houston Dynamo can capture something from like that game and bring it to like the rest of their season, I think you guys will have like a good push towards something. Because like it sucks that you know uh, you guys can't compete with Austin because it's, it only leaves us. It only leaves us. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys have to do better. You guys have to do better. Bro, like, I mean, like, the only optimism I have is that we produce, like, a 1 or 2 nil win against Austin. Um, Austin themselves is not coming off any glory, um, considering what happened in the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, they lost 5. Wait, no, it wasn't 5. No, was it 3 nil. 3 nil against uh, Violet. Yeah, 3 nil. Um, so I believe for ourselves that we can produce something. Uh, but... Uh, I'm really hoping this bye weekend we can put something together and then we can just analyze Austin and we go from there. I think, like, and I hate that I'm saying this too, Houston has a lot of untapped, like, potential for sports and stuff, but something just needs to happen for, like, them to, you guys to be able to capture. Because it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's disappointing. Fact, it's the fact it's we have such a big city um, and we just have no fans that end up coming to the stadium. We have no support. Um, it's like, how can they not have any, I just don't understand how there's nothing, there's something else to do besides go to a Dynamo game when you're a soccer fan. So for me, it's kind of like, like, we don't have many passionate fans. Um, so even if we do, were it to end up being a great team, it's like, I don't know, going through the rough times that there won't be many actual passionate fans from the the beginning. So 
either way, we're just going to hope for a, a somewhat good result against Austin. Hopefully a draw. That's literally where our our hopes are right now as Dynamo fans. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say. About like, I, I'm, I'm done talking. Yeah, I'm done talking about Dynamo. Let's talk about CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, yeah, uh, let's, ra- let's wrap it up real quick on the – just mention the CONCACAF Champions League. Austin, you guys suck. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. They lost to a team from Haiti. Just put that in perspective. Someone pulled out – I think like Haiti, the, the league in Haiti – yeah, I could. I dude, my mind just <laughs> drew a blank. Two hundred forty seventh ranked like league <laughs> in the world. In MLS, I'm pretty sure is top fifteen, or top five. I think top ten. Top ten. I mean, not we're not. Yeah, we're not even top five. I meant top ten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys lost. No, it was even like that. it was like a like the Haitian side was or Violet was actually like playing like crap and they just had good counter-attacking opportunities and they just scored on the, you know, as no, with pace. Did so. No, Austin was just terrible. Like they were there and it looked like they didn't even get off the plane. They didn't get off the bus. They weren't up for it at all. And this Haitian side, they were playing with them. They were doing sombrero flicks over the Austin fl- Austin players. It was insane to watch. I couldn't believe it. And to be fair, there was literally a tree behind one of the goals. That was and, so funny. And Austin tweeted, uh, grow the legend or whatever the stupid thing is. And the, the fact they lost just made it even better. It was amazing. And that own goal that their defenders scored. Oh. oh, it was sad. It was just a sad day to be an Austin fan. Like, uh, listen, like. He could have put it anywhere else, but he's like, nah, I'm going to smack this into my own net. Embarrassing. Austin, you are embarrassing. You embarrassed the entire league that night. I'm just saying. You embarrassed yes, the entire league. Yes, they you said, did. You, it was sad. You said you set us back like 20 years like with just with that performance. But anyway, moving on Damn. from the Austin slander, LA Ga- or not LA Galaxy. You guys are nowhere near the Champions League. <laughs> LAFC, who's taking your spot as the best team in MLS. They won 3-0, very convincing win. Hollingshead was superb. Just watching that game, watching the highlights, he was everywhere. I think he assisted on two goals. Ah, like I like I tweeted it like yesterday. He deserves the respect that like comes with his performances and all that. So I think just fairly impressive from him. They played very good. <laughs> yeah. LAFC was great. I've already gave uh, props to their supporters, so it was it was just all around a great day for them. Um, and then next up, we had Vancouver winning five nil against uh, Real España. That was fantastic. Great to see. Um, Philadelphia tied Alianza. Uh, we we did not watch the game, but like we mentioned before, it's going to be curious to see how well Philly bounces back from a from kind of a weak start compared to how they performed last season. Um, and then uh, Orlando City. Um, although they tied Tigres, uh, to tie there um, at Tigres is insane. And they they put up a real strong fight. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how well Orlando City does at home against them. Um, and just a reminder for everyone who's interested in watching the CONCACAF Champions League, um, the second legs are next week after this weekend's uh, matches um, on Tuesday and Wednesday. So be tuned to watch those. Yeah, it would be very interesting. And my bad. Uh, I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and my camera is on my iPad. So, um, yeah, my friend called me, and then it just disrupted everything. 
But uh, yeah, very strong performance from LAFC. A lot of a lot of exciting things are going to happen next week in the Champions League. Uh, we'll see what the heck's going to happen to Austin. I really feel like they could overcome that deficit. They just can't I play that team. I hope they don't. I, I they, hope. Feel I that. hope. Yeah, they come in, they smack them. But actually, so. before we even end off on that, Violet might not even be able to play the teams they want to. Like, oh. They might not even be able to play, oh, which yeah. is crazy. They won't be even able to play in that game. No, Which yeah, they, yeah, they. If if Violet, uh, so I, if y'all don't know uh, already that Violet can't send some of their players because of like passport issues. Um, so in the end, uh, if they can't and even end up sending their squad, they're gonna have to forfeit, and a forfeit is around a three 0 loss, or it is a three 0 loss. Um, so that means the aggregate would therefore be tied, um, and so we would have to see them play again. <laughs> and it would yeah. honestly be the funniest thing to watch ever. So we'll see what happens Tuesday uh, at Q2 Stadium. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. A good night. Yeah, but like you said, we'll be back tomorrow to cover match day three. A lot of interesting games will be happening. Like I said, we're gonna judge a lot of the teams based off tomorrow's performances, where I think we really can kind of decide who's good and who's not. But, yeah, that has been From the Stands Podcast, guys. If reach out to us on Twitter. We're on there all the time because we yep. have nothing else to do in life. Oh. Uh, from uh, at, at the From the Stands Pod, that's our Twitter handle, right? I forgot it again. Yep. <laughs> yep, there we are. That's our Twitter Dude, you're handle. you're on it every day. I know I am. I'm on it every <laughs> single day. I'm, re- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to grow our uh, audience. But, anyway, guys, yes. that has been From the Stands, and we shall catch you guys later. See you.